At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Yes, here we go. Football Friday. We got three playoff games in MLB. Dean Blandino on the debacle with the officiating in the NFL. Chuck Edel with picks. Adam Chernoff with picks. Plenty of props. A lot going on. Mitch out, humans pinch hitting. Good to see you, my man. How are things? How are you? Hey, great to be back. I was uh, highly entertained by the Thursday night football game, unlike you. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. I, I, didn't a... think, I didn't think last – I huh? thought last Thursday was a glorious mess. Just because you had some sustained drives, you had red zone issues, but it wasn't it wasn't that bad. That was one of the worst games I can recall last night. Bears lose somehow. How do you – how do you have 200 yards rushing, score seven points at home in today's NFL when they're gashing them on the ground, red zone issues there, and somehow Chicago falls short as Washington gets a goal line stand and hangs on 12-7? Yeah, it's also a situation where the Bears had the ball three times inside the 10 yeah. and did not score points. They had 238 rushing yards, the most by a Bears team in a loss, I think, since 1984. That's hard to do. But here's why this game was better than last Thursday's Broncos-Colts game. Yeah. Okay? In the Colts-Broncos game, the quarterbacks combined for zero TD passes and four picks. Last night, Justin Fields had a beautiful long bomb TD pass, and at least you had a touchdown on the board. <laughs> you couldn't get out. Washington uh, couldn't make a play all night. 
The MVP was Jones with the fumbled punt. Don't feel that either, by the way. I don't get out of the way. Oh, I know. I know. That's the only way Washington's going to score if you have a miscue and he hands the game to Washington. I've they said weren't this for scoring. Years. If I were a coach, I would not put somebody back to field punts because only bad things Amen. happen. There you go. Uh, yep. I'm with you. At that, especially in a game like that, they're not doing anything, right? So just astonishing. Justin Fields, yeah. uh, 190 yards passing and a TD. How about that 39 yard run? Right. The touchdown pass and the run by Justin Fields better than anything you saw the previous week in the in the Colts Broncos game. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you have to win that game. And, and again, no touchdown in the first half. Caches. It looked like no, maybe we we're gonna, not going to have no touchdown again for the game. But you saw some hope and a great job in the second half by the Bears' offense against Minnesota mm-hmm. as they rally from an 18-point deficit to take the lead. And then the offense comes out, and then they struggle like that, at least on the points, but they uh, point standpoint. But they ran the ball well, and he only finished with seven points. But the red zone issues again. And uh, listen, I'm never, I'm never going to kick from the one yard line, but I take the points guy is having a lot of fun in the last couple of weeks. But the the goal line stand by Washington. What happened at the end of the game? The interception when they're in the red zone and the turnover. That's a game that the Bears have to have. And if the Bears win that, at least you get the 500. And you never know, but it's just – it's also hard to evaluate fields because of the, the bad offensive line, the lack of weapons, and a conservative yeah. play calling what they have. So I don't know if the future's bright for the kid or not, but it, you know the numbers look good, and he went over his props, but it's hard to assess and evaluate him because of how the offense looks and he doesn't have any time to throw. Yeah, no question about it. I've said that the entire season that – the problem with uh, the Bears and what they're looking at here in the future is you're not going to be able to evaluate Justin Fields off this year. Uh, you've got a head coach who's ultra-conservative, right. an offensive coordinator who's calling plays that don't fit Justin Fields' skill set. He's got to be able to get outside the pocket. You need more run-pass options. That's where he's most dangerous. You saw it in that 39-yard run late in the game. That's what you have to do with Fields. The Bears are trying to make him into a pocket passer, and it's uh, not going to work. So... Like you said, he's also behind a bad offensive line. The Bears miss simple blocking assignments on a routine basis. They got two pretty good running backs, but they really yeah. don't have any yeah. big time receivers. And in fact, drop passes last night were big, and and uh, in terms of uh, mistakes that cost the Bears down the stretch. So Justin Fields might have a bright future, but I, I don't think it's going to be in Chicago because this GM, this regime, you could call it, they yeah. did not draft him. I don't think they really want him. And I think uh, he's probably going to be on the move. Interesting. The other thing that was a they want to yeah. draft their own quarterback. Yeah, right. They want to see if Fields can fit their system this season. He's not going to be able to fit their system, right? He's more uh, he's more of a fit for a Baltimore Ravens type of system. Interesting, don't you think? Yeah. Well, the other thing is uh, that that was a big loss for the win total too. You bet Which Chicago. Is okay, I got the yeah, Bears under right. six and a half, and that's yep. that's a type of thing that's. Uh, going to be a huge factor when you get down the stretch of the season. If the Bears are 3-3, three and three, you look at things a lot differently. Now they're 2-4, and four, well, that's kind of who we thought the Bears were going to be at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and from the, the other, go to the other team in Washington, <laughs> Wentz, Wentz has held under 100 yards Jeez. passing, and you win the game. Robinson's a great story. Good call by Paul Charchi in the anytime touchdown. Mm-hmm. He gets in there, but this guy, astonishing 7-0 and 0, uh, on Thursday nights, but he didn't do anything. I mean, he, he didn't make a play. Uh, and they they win the game 12-7. So there's not much to like a wa- on Washington's uh, standpoint either. 
Uh, incredible 16-3 and three underrun in October now for Washington. But uh, for, for the time being, you save the season. But that's just crazy. He throws for 99 yards and you win. And the team that runs for over 200 can't, can't score and can't get the W. So, I mean, still Washington's still one of the worst teams in the league, even though they got the win. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you fail three times inside the 10-yard line, you're going to lose games. That's what happened. To yeah. It. You know, and Fields actually, I thought he put that last pass where it had to be. Right. Mooney just couldn't come down with it. And that, the other thing, what did Al, what, Al Michaels is like, what did I get into here? I mean, Michaels and Herb Street can't, <laughs> salivating, well, salivating for, for New Orleans and Arizona next week that there's actually going to be points scored. I mean, this is back to back. Guys, these guys are fine. They're, they're cashing <laughs> checks, Paul. They're cashing big oh, checks. They love to complain, though, I'll tell you that. Now, yeah. things got heated. How can you complain about a job like that? Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll, they'll fit it in. Things got heated afterwards. So Rivera was uh, at a, a rough week. The controversy about what he said when asked of the reporter what the problem is this mm-hmm. year. And he said the quarterback, he had to walk it back and apologize to Wentz in front of the team. Things got heated with a reporter after the game when he was asked about was it Snyder's decision to bring in Wentz. Honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to speak my mind for a second. For honestly, uh, it's been hard. It really has. You lose four games in a row and everybody wants to get you, you know, just get on you. And they've played their asses off. They have. They play their asses off for everybody. They come out and they show up. They work hard. All right. They don't complain. Okay. They hear all this stuff and they got to deal with it. I get that. And I respect them for that because they're resilient. They come back. Everybody keeps wanting to say, I didn't want anything to do with Carson. Well, I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Okay. And that's what pisses me off. Because the young man doesn't deserve to have that all the time. I'm sorry, I'm done. Wow, okay, it walks off. All right. Couple F bombs. There you go. Rivera ticked off. Well, you did it to yourself. You had a rough week, though. It's but, his fault. Yeah. It's his fault. He's the one that said, What's the problem? Why have the other teams in the division jumped you? Quarterback. Yeah. He brought that on himself. Right? Yes. I would agree. The other thing is the, the, what the week ahead's going to look like now after the ESPN article yesterday. I mean, this this story is something. Mr. Snyder. And then, and then huh? Michael's sticking it in there at the end of the game on the broadcast pointing out, well, the league would like to see Snyder sell the team. And there was supposed to be a meeting Tuesday. They're trying to get financial legal maneuvering here to try to take the team away from them. Mm. But this story about I have – Private investigators, and I have dirt on all these NFL owners, and I'm not going quietly if they want me to give up. This is nuts. And I, I absolutely believe that he has dirt on these owners too. But this is this is a fiasco here. What a nightmare for the league this could be. After all the years in the league and the inside information he has, hell yeah, he's got dirt on the other owners. There's probably more dirt on uh, Daniel Snyder than anyone else. Oh, sure. Uh, but, yeah, this got the potential to be a major problem for the NFL. Let's say he airs that dirty laundry. This is going to be a big black eye for the league. <laughs> you think the John Gruden thing was oh, a big forget deal it. last year? Oh, now, that'll be that'll be minor compared to right. this. That, that started with the Washington uh, report after right. what happened with that investigation, right? And they didn't want to make the findings public. But th- this guy's hiring private investigators. Can you imagine though? If to go, can you imagine what text messages and emails look like with some of these guys and what they've said publicly in the past? Probably got a book of stuff just on Jerry Jones. Oh, that's what he said. That's what he said. He could take him down. Can you, <laughs> this is unbelievable. He said, I could take him down. Right. And then there was one, the one thing that could save him, maybe if he gets the new stadium, which was in, the, in that piece too. But this, 
<laughs> I read that article. I go, oh, my God, how messy this could get. That he's hiring private investigators to follow around all these owners. He's got all the dirt on them. And he's not going to go quietly. I mean, this. Every league <laughs> has got owners that they would love to see um, tossed out. Right. We just had it in the NBA. Yes. With the just Phoenix Suns. Yeah. And Daniel Snyder has been the worst owner in the NFL for a long time. I think a lot of people would agree with that statement. Hey, I walked into the Westgate Sportsbook last night. Yeah. Right before the game, I see a guy over in the corner on his cell phone. I can overhear him sitting, talking to his buddy. We got about the we got about the Commanders tonight. Carson Wentz is six and zero on Thursday nights. Yeah. It was a simple handicap, Paul. <laughs> right, simple Kelsey. handicap. Right, that's funny. I got a tweet saying <laughs> we were talking about Survivor. He goes, oh, "Bears are a no brainer. Come on, really pick them. That's the no brainer. You have to use Chicago and Survivor. Or you don't know what you're doing. Temperature might be cooling off. Fall sports heating up at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. It's your go to book. All the latest lines, odds, and boost for the NFL." College football, basketball, and hockey. There are some. How about Arizona last night? Did you see that fiasco? 3 nothing Pittsburgh, 10 minutes in. Oh, and Chicago got shut out out here as well. Now's the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. MLB playoffs, hockey, NBA starts Tuesday, and new bettors will receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first-time deposit using the code SPORTS. Go to BetRivers.com or download the app today at BetRivers.com. It's a whole new game. That's the bus. Jerome Bettis. Win some, lose some up next. This prop cashed again and a bad beat in the MLB playoffs straight ahead. VEASAN, follow the money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Bacardi Spiced Rum blended with natural flavors and spices for a bold yet smooth taste. Please drink responsibly. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Well, this was easy. Will there be a scoreless quarter? Yes, 2-1. to one. Come on. 12-7. I saw as low as 18 and a half in play with that. Points bet paid out the, if you bet the game under, points bet paid out at halftime. <laughs> if you bet, there you go. Cash that ticket. No touchdown in the first half cashes again. Now, I've only seen this at a couple places as people shared it with us a couple weeks ago. But that that prop continues to get get there in primetime games. Halftime, full-time. Commanders, Commanders, plus 165. First touchdown, Pettis, 20-1. to 1. Now, you're right. That was a nice throw and great catch. That was. But that was all we had as far as memorable moments in the game. That was, Ru- that was a big-time highlight. Better than anything you saw in the Broad Colts-Broncos game. Robinson anytime touchdown, plus 240. Wentz, Matt said it during the break, he might be right. The highlight of his career. He's 7-0 and on Thursday night football. Mr. Thursday night. That's right. Yeah. Commanders, 16-3 underrun in October. Bears to score in both halves. No, plus 350. That gets there. One baseball game. Alvarez to hit a home run, plus 280. Tucker to go deep, plus 450. Astros to score first and win, plus 165. What do I do with Alvarez? I pitch to him, he goes deep. There's a guy on first with two outs, I intentionally walk him. Bregman delivers, and that's the big insurance run. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, that's why you need protection in the lineup, and I've talked about that with you and Mitch the last uh, year and a half about how Shohei Otani, what he's done is more impressive because he's had no protection in that Angels lineup, right? It was Marsh last year. I know a bunch of bums in that lineup. <laughs> and yeah, very important for you, your Yankees, too. Yes. I mean, they should pitch around Judge as well. Subscribe, be part of the team, Beeson Pro. For our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these videos and uh, these tweets as well. Verlander. Look at this. This is Ben Verlander, his dog, every time Justin pitches. He knows and he recognizes him. And the dog goes, there it is. I know. I know that guy. There it is. He's going crazy every time Justin's pitching. He goes, yeah, getting ready for the playoff game. Hey, there he is. I know him. Another day, another occasion of uh, looking at Uncle Justin. as He's uh, excited to see him. Very good. And this, you always got to be careful with the ice. You don't want to fall in. But this is a look at the polar bear. That's how you do it. You don't want any incidents here. And sliding across the ice, the polar bear's got to figure it out. Does this every day. 
You know, so there you go. Make it across. Piece of cake. There you go. That is excellent video. Very smart. Very good. You'll, Matt, you'll appreciate this. Let's go to Wisconsin. The frozen food section. Look at the pizza. Look at this at a grocery store in Wisconsin. Look at that. So you ever see wow. something like that? It's just endless. That's all pizza. Wow. What's your favorite frozen pizza? Don't have one. Tombstone. Is it? I love Tombstone. Wasn't it Tony's? I think Tony's is a kid. I had Tony's. Uh, okay. I love Tombstone sausage, pepperoni. Did you, did you can't count the DiGiorno? No good? Oh, no. Tombstone's better. Tombstone is? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'd like to see your rankings on that. Look at that. That is nuts. Very good. One loose some. Temple took money. Oh, from 26 down to 23 and a half. Oh, Central Florida put mm. up a 70 spot on him. Quarterback had what? Seven touchdowns? Four passing, three rushing? And, uh, How one about Matt Rule back to Temple? <laughs> I think he can do better than that. One bad beat. They got me. Come on. Mariners team total over two and a half. They had two in the fourth inning. And that was all she wrote. And they had the bases loaded late in the game. And then uh, the big double play in the ninth inning. And then Rodriguez hit the double. Win some loose. Are presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Please drink responsibly. Okay, so we talked about a garbage game to start the show. And... Uh, it was a pathetic showing. That will not be the case with these two marquee games Sunday. Can't wait for Bills and Chiefs. Chiefs have ended the Bills season the last two years. The epic overtime game in the play, uh, epic game, yeah, uh, last year, 42 to 36. And the Bills were going to the AFC title game if they would just, instead of the squib kick, kick it deep. But this defense, and much has been made about the offense, and rightfully so. But as you told us a couple weeks ago, with the exception of the Baltimore game, Every Bills wins a blowout, what they've done here the last couple of years. Yeah. Incredible. I think but, they had 20 or 21 consecutive wins by double, double digits. digits. Right. Number two in defense in yards. Number two against the run. Number one in scoring defense. They've allowed seven total points in the second half this year. I'm a little, I would be concerned about the juggernaut in this tough schedule here that the uh, Chiefs have had to go through where it's Tampa on the road, big win, perfect performance. Then it's the Raiders on Monday night, should have lost. Now it's this game, and then they have at San Francisco on deck. But Bills favored Mahomes a home dog for the first time. What say mm-hmm. you in this one? This is going to be a great well, game. Well, at three, I kind of like the Chiefs here. Uh, just uh, to get the Chiefs as three-point home dogs, you're talking about a five-and-a-half-point adjustment from the playoff number. Bills at Chiefs yeah. in the playoffs was yeah. Kansas City minus two-and-a-half. Is that five-and-a-half-point adjustment warranted? I'm not sure. The biggest difference in these teams right now is Buffalo tied for first in scoring defense, 12.2 points per game. Kansas City, 23rd in scoring defense, 25 points a game. And uh, also, you don't have Tyreek Hill, so the KC offense doesn't have that same explosive element. That's the biggest difference in the teams uh, right now. Uh, but I still think the um, when you get a team, the quality of Kansas City is a full three-point dog. I think you got to make that bet. Now it's down to two and a half. It's going to be a tough decision. I think the contest lines here at Circa and the Westgate are two and a half. Do you use the Chiefs at two and a half? It's an easier decision for me at three, no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, I am concerned about what I watched on Monday. That Jacobs gashed the Kansas City run defense mm-hmm. and they couldn't stop the run. I guess that you know the run defense was a little bit phony because of what happened in the Sunday night game against Tampa. When they didn't try to run it, Tampa only had three rushing yards in that game. Sure, I'm also you have to be concerned with what Adams did too, and Carr hitting the deep shots. What happened last year in a playoff game? Davis killed him. He had 300 mm-hmm. yards. Mm-hmm. They had no answer for Davis, and several of those were long passes. 
And Allen's got the howitzer. You know they're going to take shots down the field, and I imagine they'll have success. That's what would scare me as well. Well, there's definitely got to be some things that scare you if you're going to bet the Chiefs. The Bills right now are the uh, number one power-rated team in the NFL for a reason. Bills have all sorts of firepower. Uh, Of course you have to respect the Bills. I also think when you flip it around, Paul, you have to look at the Buffalo secondary. Uh, They're down a couple of guys, a couple of key guys, and I think the Chiefs can exploit that as well. We, we wrote, I don't think we've seen uh, Buffalo really face, uh, I'm going to say, high-powered passing attacks, teams that can exploit uh, that weakness in the back end of the defense so far. Maybe the Chiefs can do that. Interesting. Well, well I, they, they did a great job on the Ravens. They shut the Ravens down. Yeah, but uh, the Ra- Ravens don't really have any big-time receivers. They've had success throwing it downfield. Yeah, but a little bit. The Rams, we know the Rams have been a major disappointment. And... Uh, well, the second half defense is just off the charts. So, but this is, that would definitely give me, what a matchup. Passing yards per game, number one against number four. Points per game, one against two. Third down percentage and conversion rate, one against two. Oh, I mean, this is another one where how, how does this game stay under as well? Can't wait for Sunday night. The Eagles, the only undefeated team left at home against the Cowboys. How about the move now? Now it's up to six and a half here. I'm a little bit surprised by that. I like the Eagles early in the week and opened four and a half, five. I thought I had the Eagles written down here as a possible play. I didn't bet it early in the week. I wanted to see what was going to happen with uh, the Dak Prescott situation, what was going to happen with Micah Parsons. Right, right. Pars- I liked your discussion earlier in the week about who's more valuable right now. I think, Ma- I think Micah Parsons is the yeah. most impactful defensive player in the NFL right now. Yeah. He, you know, he was hobbled with a groin injury in that game against the Rams on Sunday. If for some reason he can't go, I, I would love the Eagles in this spot because the Eagles have an elite offensive line. Yes. And that's oh, one yes. thing. The, the Cowboys have uh, wreaked havoc on quarterbacks. they got 15 sacks, I think more than 60 pressures. Uh, they 20 Might sacks. be 20 sacks. 20, 20 sacks. sacks. It was 15 going into the Rams game. They dropped Stafford five times and pressured him 20 times in that game. But Philadelphia's got an elite offensive line. they got weapons all over the field, and that's what – you know, when we're talking about the Bears not doing anything for Justin Fields, the Eagles did everything possible to prop up a Jalen Hurts and make him successful. And uh, the Dallas defensive uh, front is going to face by far the biggest challenge. It's, that Rams offensive line is trash, right. Paul. It's I don't trash. Think, absolutely. Huh? I don't think they get to him. I don't think right. they can get to him in this game. And I think they'll have success moving the ball. Now, the other thing, this has been a horror show. Dallas has uh, won seven of nine. Dallas swept them last year and outscored them by four. It was a, I know the backups played in the last right, game, right, but they right. outscored them by forty-five points. But they have had their number. So Hertz has won eight in a row in the regular season. This is big for him too. But you're at home, national TV. You got to win this game. It's going to stranglehold on that division. I know he's he's never lost, but you're playing a backup quarterback. The guy completed ten passes, didn't do anything, and I think they'll be able to shut down the Dallas running game. Oh, but Cooper Rush played well in some previous games. Uh, I would say. Yeah, but he hasn't been. Hmm. Okay, but he hasn't been asked to do much, though, either, because the defense is so filthy. Oh, the defense They've held been, everyone under 20 points. Defense has been dominant. Right now, uh, how would you rank the top defenses in the NFL? I would say Niners, number one, Cowboys, right. two, Bills, three. I'll go along with that. Sure. That's one thing I underestimated, I think, with Dallas in the preseason, that this defense uh, could be dominant, and it has been. Three playoff games today in Major League Baseball. And not only do the Yankees have to beat the Guardians and the Astros, they're going to have to beat the schedule as well. That's straight ahead on Visa and Follow the Money, the Sports Betting Network.
This is Follow the Money on VSEN. NBA starts Tuesday. Grab the VSEN Pro Basketball Betting Guide. Jonathan Von Tobel goes over strategies, advice, player award predictions, conference winners, win totals, playoff teams. And we gave out that Detroit Pistons, 18 to 1. Five betting tips for beginning NBA bettors. Give yourself an edge this NBA season. Get the VSEN NBA Betting Guide. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99. Get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl. VSEN.com slash subscribe. Going into this series, the Mariners were 90-7 and during the regular season when leading the sixth inning or later. The second best record by any MLB team in the last 30 years. It's 0-2 now. I mean, this is... Ugh. They could be up 2 nothing, have a stranglehold in this series. Now they just try to see if they can force a game, game four and win uh, on Saturday. Tough loss again for Seattle. Really tough. And uh, I kind of felt like when... Well, I did feel like when Jordan Alvarez hit that homer to cap the big comeback in game one, that that was it. That Seattle was done for the series. Yeah. That was your chance to really uh, change the course of that series, and you blew it. And uh, you blew the game, and you blew the series. And that's what I thought. And you asked a great question. What do you do with Jordan Alvarez? Uh, I think you got to try to pitch around him. And if he's not going to fish for anything, you just walk yeah. him. Yeah. I think you have to walk him. The pitch take he hit ch- out of- Take right. your chances with Bregman. Yeah. The pitch he hit out of the park was... It's ridiculous. Just it serves, it serves it into the left field stance, and the pitch was way outside. But you're right. It's pick your poison because then they walk them, and then Bregman delivers, and uh, they cover the run line in a 4-2 final. Mm-hmm. But they also let Valdez off the hook, too. Um, now, as we start the day, this is awesome. Early game Yankee Stadium. It's Cortez against Bieber. But if this series goes the distance, they're going to play four days in a row now with the game rained out yesterday. The ALCS starts Wednesday. So if Houston, imagine if this goes the distance in Houston sweeps Seattle. So you have, you would play four days in a row, then you get one day off, whoever wins this series, and then you go game one Wednesday, game two Thursday, and then you play Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, no days off, and I've already I'm already concerned about the Yankees bullpen. Yeah. So imagine what the, what an edge Houston would have if the Yankees can't put away Cleveland and they have to extend the series, and then just they're still going to be up against it with what's looming on deck next week. Yeah. You're right, but you can't make excuses if you're the Yankees. No, what you right. have to do is what you said. You got to put away Cleveland, take care of business with Cleveland. That gives you a better chance in the uh, series against the Astros. And you're right about the Yankees' bullpen. I mean, they're down a few big arms from early in the year. Oh, Chapman, when we thought, yeah. Oh, Chapman's a lost cause. He's gonna, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but Yan- how many guys do you trust? Early in the year, the Yankees had, we thought, maybe the best bullpen in baseball. It's not Ooh. the same bullpen no. anymore. No. Um, so at this point, that's a legitimate concern that uh, if they're going to have to go every day, that bullpen's already thin, it's going to be weaker, and that's going to be a problem. But, you know, as far as the schedule goes, Paul, why did the Yankees and Guardians play on Tuesday and, and then not play day. on Wednesday? That didn't make any sense. Why the did they have day. Wednesday off? Without travel. I know. And then you get the – yeah, and you see what now happens. Now you have Thursday a rain out. Right. Bad move. That's the, that's the worst part about that schedule. So, why would you not play back-to-back days to open the series? I've actually – I've changed my mind, too, on the Nestor prop. 
that I, I don't want under-recorded outs now because you have to. You can't tax the bullpen now. No, the Someone's going to have to jump on the grenade, too, if it's a problem. But where are you at with Nestor, who was off to the great start and then closed strong? What do you think of the – you know, you see the price. He's uh, not, not a big price here at home today. Uh, I would think that Nestor, the Yankees want to get six-plus innings out of him mm-hmm. for sure. Do you- I'm relatively confident. I, th- I think he's going to have a good start. Uh it was 140? I thought I saw the Yankees as a, a cheaper price than that. There are, there was some spots it is, right. But that's, I, I know you have to trust Actually, people. here at the circuit's 151 on the Yankees. Okay. But what can Cleveland do and manage offensively? I mean, four runs in three games so far. Mm-hmm. And you keep them in the park, I think uh, that'll, be the for, that'll be the end for Cleveland. Um, but then you have Atlanta against Philly. And Nola's been great the last couple starts. Yeah. Probably going to be Morton, who had a rough season. He's had success in the postseason, though. And great job by Atlanta tying it up at one. But these teams, I, I know you look at the records, and it wasn't close in the regular season. But head-to-head now, I think it's 12-9 head-to-head on the year. So the Phillies have given them fits this year. Tough game, but I would I would take the Phillies in this one. Yeah, like you said, I'm not going to lay that price with uh, Nestor Cortez in the Yankees game, but I think I would lay the shorter price here with Nola in the Phillies. I like his form much better going into this game at minus 120. That's the way I'd lean in this one. Okay, and then the late game, we have a series now. 111 wins with the Dodgers, but again, the Dodgers are built for the regular season. Maybe not so much the postseason because the, the, the great depth in the offense – uh, was shut down after the three solo bombs in game two. Well, if you think about the Dodgers pitching too, Paul, you don't have uh, Walker Bueller anymore. Right. The guy who's supposed to be your closer, Craig Kimbrell, is not even on, on the, the playoff run. roster. How about that? Yeah. Right. You thought it was an upgrade. Get rid of Jansen. And I'm talking about, oh, I'm concerned <laughs> about Jansen. I mean, right. look at that. Now here's one. Right. With that, we do this every year with the Dodgers, mm-hmm. with this payroll, and you're concerned about the bullpen and who's closing games. But you have to do a better job than three runs. Now, Snell has been great at home, it, it, uh, but what do I get out of Gonsolin? Robert said he'll throw maybe 75 pitches. The guy's thrown a couple innings since late August. I know. This is, I don't know what to, to expect out of Gonsolin tonight. And then how, how early do they go to the pen? And then, my God, what if they lose? Which I know he had a good season, but the season could be on the line with Anderson in game four. Now, as uh, Roberts has flipped it. Roberts is not a master of uh, handling a pitch. No, staff. he is not. That's his weakness. No. Yeah. That's definitely his weakness. So, Gonsolin, that's a good question. What can he deliver here? I think if you get five really good innings, you got to be uh, thrilled with that, with Gonsolin. And what the Dodgers are going to do is probably try a new pitcher out there every inning. They're going to try to win this game with about six pitchers, five or six pitchers, don't yeah. you think? Go back to May. May will yeah. be behind them. Right, and some other guys. I'll tell you the thing, the thing I love about the Dodgers. When you, I've watched them all year because out here on the West Coast we get all their games. Uh-huh. And uh, the top three, or we talking about the top of the lineup with Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, and Mookie Betts, not necessarily in that order. you got three guys who lead all of Major League Baseball in hits. The Dodgers always have guys on base because the guys at the top of that lineup are just set the table, drive in runs. Paul, I, it's been a long time since I can remember a top three uh, better than that, Trey Turner is one of the best hitters in all of baseball. Sure. Like, he's remarkable. Freddie Freeman the same. Mookie Betts. I mean, that's what makes that's a big reason the Dodgers won 111 games. Not necessarily the pitching staff, even though they've done a pretty good job of over, overcoming the injuries. Uh, those three guys are hard to handle for any imposing pitcher. But yet they were shut down in game two. 
after the you know the home runs. Muncie goes deep, Turner goes deep, and that was Freddie goes deep, and then they couldn't get that big hit. And right. with the, it, it always seemed like the 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 guys at the bottom were up when they had yeah. ducks on the pond. Right. But uh, absolutely squeaky bum time if they get beat tonight. Padres. Ooh. Padres got to feel a lot better about Josh Hader. I mean, his first that is something, right? His first month in San Diego right. was a him. disaster. Yeah, and uh, he's been so much better in the last uh, five weeks or so. Well, now they're they're a confident group too. I mean, they're saying all the right things mm-hmm. about they believe and and I know it didn't knock it didn't go well for him this year against the Dodgers head to head. But oh. you you beat the mighty Mets who won 101 games on the road. You get the split in Los Angeles. Now you come back home. But one thing though. There will, will be a ton of Dodger fans at the game tonight. And there will be a ton of Dodger fans. So There's going to be um, a group of Padres fans from Vegas who are going to be there that might tilt things in the Padres' favor. Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, and the Circa crew are flying down to San Diego for the game. Come on. Yeah. Both or just tonight? Uh, I think just the, uh, the Friday night game. Is there a Portillo's there? I think they're taking Mike Palm's uh, private plane. <laughs> What? What's no Portillo? No Portillo's in Anna- San Diego. Why don't they stop at Anaheim first? They can do that. No, can do fly it. down. Uh, that's going to be a great atmosphere. Yes, it at will. Petco for the game tonight. You're going to have, I would say, probably sixty percent Padres fans, forty percent Dodgers. What do you think? Or you think it's going to be more of a fifty-fifty split? Sixty forty sounds. Eh, I'll go sixty-four. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Sounds about. Though. Did Derek hedge? Has Derek Stevens hedged? He has a big future ticket you on know, the Padres. I don't think he's hedged. I don't think so, but I don't. I don't know that for sure. Yeah. Well, we're not talking about you know milk and cookies here on that one either. So uh, what he has coming up? But uh, you're right. The, uh, the the Dodgers have caved in the Padres' heads yep. the last two years. But that win in L.A. in Game Two, I think, really makes the Padres believe that hey, we can get sure. this done. And you shouldn't play with confidence, Paul. When you go to New York and you beat the Mets and you beat. They roughed up Scherzer, Scherzer, yes. and Degrom. Yep, right. Yeah. So you have to have a lot of confidence yep. in where you're playing, and a lot of times it's about which team can get hot at the right time, and yep. maybe it's the Padres. And they can probably can say, "Listen, we we gave you game one because we were forced to throw Clevenger yeah. because of the schedule." Cannot wait for Saturday. Never forgot about you, college football. One of the best Saturdays we've seen in a long time. Historic with all the matchups of undefeated teams playing each other this late in the season. You won't believe. The domination of Alabama against Tennessee. That's straight ahead on Visa and Fall the Money. Paulie Howard, Matt Ullman, straight ahead. The Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers, your go to book. All football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has great house specials. Cheer on your favorite teams and favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. What a weekend it's going to be. Three playoff games tonight in MLB. The schedule Saturday in college football, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Cowboys. Let's rock and roll. I love this tidbit from Chris Felica, the Bear. In the college football playoff era, there's been 16 regular season matchups between 5-0 and and better or 5-0. and Both teams 5-0 and or better, excuse me. The home team is 15-1 and straight up. Straight up, 15-1. and So that means to run out and bet Tennessee right now. What's this line if Young doesn't play? Three and a half. You think so? Well, I think he's going to play. In fact, Chris the Bear Fleek is going to be on my Friday night show. Beautiful. The Circuit Friday Football Invitation. Everyone check that out tonight. It's awesome. He's in second place, one game back of Chuck Edel, heading into week six here. I talked to the Bear yesterday. He said he's expecting Bryce Young to play. Okay. That's the the latest information they have. Okay. Would you take Tennessee if he doesn't play? I'm taking Tennessee already. I've got Tennessee plus seven and a half. Hey, give me some. That is a great call by you. Remember you did your previews all summer? Mm-hmm. You had, would you have Tennessee? I think number nine or ten. They weren't ranked in the preseason poll. You saw it. Was Tennessee unranked? They were unranked, right, Dustin? Yeah, they weren't ranked. Wow. Or they were or they were bottom like 24, 20, you know. Okay, I thought mid-20. they were around twenty. I thought they I don't were think they were ranked okay. in one of the polls. Not ranked? Okay. Hey, all why, the why, did, why did you believe coming in? Why did you why were you so high on Tennessee? Well, Hendon Hooker for one thing. Okay, so if you look at his numbers, Paul, this, he's played 18 games at Tennessee. He's got 41 TD passes and three picks. The numbers that kid put up last year were remarkable. When you have a quarterback and skill position players like that, I thought this was going to be Tennessee's big year. So, uh, yeah. Fringe top 10 team. Okay. Uh, I, I'm surprised the – I'm really – you sure unranked? Wow. I thought, I thought they were unranked. Yeah. See, I don't – What? Yeah. They were the highest others receiving votes. So essentially number 26. Yeah. Uh, okay, but. You know, the, I don't spend a lot of time looking at the AP poll. So, you know, out here as betters, we, 
we've got other polls, power rankings, things we do. I don't. Do you spend a lot of time looking at polls? Going in, I, I was interested in yeah, that, and also like what you do in your preview because yeah. I, I thought Tennessee could be dangerous this year too, not to the extent right. that you'd, but has not has not gone well here, and the the matchup. Saban seventeen and one oh. against Tennessee at Alabama. He's he's fifteen <laughs> and zero against them. I think you're going to find that. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of angles to support yeah. Alabama. Plenty of trends. You don't have to look too hard. 27 in a row against the SEC East. <laughs> but also in this spot, Tennessee going against the big boys. They haven't been able to keep it close against ten, uh, against uh, Alabama yeah, but and this, Georgia. This is the best team that Tennessee's had in a while. Yeah, I know. It's been a long time Best coming. coach, know, best right. quarterback, best team. And Alabama's not what we hyped it up to be in the preseason, Paul. Absolutely. And I hyped Bama up, too. I yep. thought this had a chance to be Nick Saban's best team. You're right. In 2016, though, it was number one against number nine in Tennessee, 49 to 10, final yeah. score. But this, right, this dynamic offense that they have, number one in yards, number one red zone offense, number two scoring offense. AM could have won that game last week. Oh. They should have lost to Texas. Mm-hmm. There's holes defensively. I couldn't believe how Texas dominated in the trenches in that game and the pass rush that they put on Young. Okay. So, but can Tennessee get stops? Do you think Tennessee's defense? Because I, I think they'll move the ball, and I know uh, Hooker right there in the in the Heisman conversation. But this can can you trust the Tennessee defense? I think so. I think you can. Uh, you know, Anthony Richardson had a huge passing day against Tennessee, which is a little bit of a concern because he's not a good passing quarterback. But he threw for four fifty three against the Vols in Knoxville. Uh, but you know, if you watch, and we're watching it right now, the replays on above us here in the studio on the SEC Network. If you watched uh, LSU and uh, Tennessee a week ago, I thought Tennessee's run def- defense looked outstanding in that game. There wasn't much that LSU was able to do offensively. And for for the most part, I think Tennessee's looked pretty good on defense, except for giving up a bunch of big plays in the game against Florida. Yeah. Um, you're going to give up points to Bama. The key is Hendon Hooker's got to be able to trade shots. you got to be able to trade, and I think Tennessee can do that. So – I took seven and a half early in the week, and uh, I wanted to see if it was going to go to eight. It looked like it was going the other direction, so I went ahead and took the seven and a half. Just the fourth best team in the country? Tennessee? Yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far, but it could be. I wouldn't go that far. Let's see how they play Saturday. All right. Uh, is, uh, it would how about up? this atmosphere? Yeah, oh, God. This could be better than uh-huh. an Atlanta Braves game. <laughs> yes. Is this, okay, if it's uh-huh. not Tennessee, is it is it Michigan? Or could it be the winner of this game early? With uh, Michigan at home against Penn State, mm-hmm. Penn State off the bye again. The spread's the same. You see a seven-point favorite. This is tough because they haven't played anybody. Michigan's played the 95th-ranked schedule. Penn yeah. State's played the 90th-ranked schedule. Uh, you know the Quagmire, the elements where they didn't, we weren't impressive, but what they had to deal with in the home win against Northwestern. McCarthy's been great for Michigan, but then I keep going back to Franklin here. He has lost nine in a row against top ten opponents. 2-13 and 13 at Penn State against top 10 teams, although they're in the nine-game losing streak, five of them by four points or fewer. Well, this, is, this is a tough game for me because I, I don't know about – I look at the schedule and Michigan uh, beating up on a lot of uh, bad teams. The last part of what you said is the key to me. Okay, everybody harps on James Franklin. I don't, I'm not a Franklin fan, but if you – you talked about his five of the nine losses were by four points or fewer. Yeah, they've been close. Penn State's in these games. Yeah. Penn State's going to be in this game, too. I think the Nittany Lions, what I like about them here, they're road-tested, Paul. Yes. They won a thriller at Purdue. They they pulled that one out in the final minute. 
They went to Auburn. They didn't just win. They beat down Auburn on the road. Say what you want to about Auburn, but you go into SEC territory and you win a game by 20, uh, that's impressive. I think uh, what Penn State's got here, three key elements that you have to have to win a game like this on the road. You have to have a strong running attack, check mark. You have to have a defense that can stop the run, stop the pass. Penn State has that. And you have to have a veteran quarterback. And you have that in Sean Clifford. He's played in a lot of big games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got a huge experience advantage over McNamara, Michigan. And uh, this is a Michigan defense, Paul, that aside from the Maryland game, has faced some of the worst teams in college football. And when they did face the Terps, they allowed 27 yep. points. And uh, you could see some holes in that Michigan defense. So I like Penn State here. You got Nicholas Singleton, Katron Allen. Those guys have combined for 769 yards rushing. I think Penn State runs the ball. Clifford makes enough plays. Does Michigan run it on them? Do oh, yeah, I, I think Michigan yeah, can so, run the yeah. ball on Penn State, sure. Right. Uh, but this is going to be – I think this is going to be the type of game that goes to the wire, and uh, Penn State's going to have a chance to win it, and hopefully James Franklin doesn't screw it up. Michigan hasn't started 7-0 and back-to-back years since the early 70s? That's hard to believe. But take the 7. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm take you. the 7. Penn State number one in the Big Ten in turnover margin as well. And what a Saturday we have in college football. And then later on, it's Utah against uh, USC. It's great fight on. It's great that USC's back. Riley's got him cooking. Riley is. This is only the fourth time that Lincoln Riley has been an underdog in the regular season. Mm-hmm. He's two and one straight up. Utah laying three and a half. Whittingham's been great uh, at home his entire career. Uh, hostile environment. Utah number one in passing yards allowed. Number one in total defense in the Pac-12. First first time USC six and zero since two thousand six. But they're playing a ranked opponent now for the first time, and this. They are back, and it's, they're going to be dangerous for a long time here now with Riley. But th- th- this this turnover, this cannot continue, the luck factor with USC. They should have lost in Corvallis. They oh, were plus sure. four in the turnover battle there. Mm-hmm. They are playing good, uh, doing a good job defensively, but I, I have to lay it with Utah here. That's another great angle, too, about the ranked team playing the unranked team, and look who's favored. Uh, Utah's ranked. Utah's ranked. Oh, still 20th. ranked? Okay. Yeah, 20th. But the higher-ranked team. Gotcha. Right. Um uh, so I think Utah is really going to be able to run the ball on USC. The USC defense yes. looks okay so far, but let's look at the offenses the Trojans have faced. And who, yep. who have the Trojans faced on the road? Oregon State has had a quarterback who threw four picks in that game. And we've seen Oregon yeah. State get really poor quarterback play. And Stanford. Oregon State and Stanford. This is going to be an electric environment in Salt Lake City for this game on Saturday night. This is going to be by far the toughest challenge that uh, – USC has faced up to this point. This is a Utah offense averaging 40.3 points. Cameron Rising, Tavion Thomas can both run the ball. Rising's a dual-threat quarterback. Yeah. Thomas, one of the most physical running backs in college football. Uh, so I think this is where you're going to see the USC defense get exposed. Utah can run it. They can run over them. They're going to be stronger. they got a slightly better defense. Uh, I played Utah here at minus 3, minus 130. And, uh, All right. I think I still think they're the best team in the Pac-12. How about a quick uh, wow? How about a quick pro tip? Is there a revenge angle here with the Bills as the Chiefs have ended their season the last two years? You know, I think in college football, a lot of times you can talk about revenge and it matters. In the NFL, it doesn't. I don't think revenge is an important angle for handicapping regular season games in the NFL. Revenge is for the playoffs, Paul. The Bills do want that number one seed, but it's yep. not about revenge. There's your pro tip every hour and available for subscribers only. 
at vsin.com. Maybe I have to change my mind on a college pick after what I saw last night. And the NFL, who knows who here with the familiarity factor in one of these games. BetRiver Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. BetRiver Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes BetRivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or on sportsbook. Must be 21 or on sportsbook. Must be 21 or on sportsbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.